0: Hi, welcome to the happy single with your host, Christy. Hey, guys, welcome back. It's been too long, two very long weeks. Um, but I'm glad to be back. I have so many things to share with you about my trip that I did down to South, down to South, (laughs) down South. I went to Nashville. I went to Memphis. Um, we hiked in Virginia. It was just, it was beautiful. And then the most important and special thing was my best friend got married and I was maid of honor. It was very honoring. I will say that it was fun um, but there will be episodes on some of the stuff that we did uh, on the trip. And I'm just like really ex- uh, excited to share it with you. Uh, we went to, I think one of the most, uh, the coolest thing that we did was the Memphis Rock and Soul Museum. That was so cool. Actually, no, the coolest thing was Third Man Records, Jack White's record store, and seeing the rock and tours on tour in Atlanta, Georgia. It was incredible. Uh, So I can't wait to have episodes on that. But I think it's about time that we had a guest on the podcast. Am I right? Um, So I'm really excited for this new person that I haven't met in person. But through the grapevine, I have been told that this person needs to be on the podcast. And anytime someone recommends anybody, I'm like, yeah, let's do it. Oh, and by the way, Kathleen, Kathleen Bell, who was on the podcast... She had her episode on acid reflux and just her musical journey, which is just really, really lovely and it's nice to listen to. Um, She's the one that suggested this. And now the tricky part. So I am going to try and pronounce his name. (laughs) He is French. Um, So anyone that is French and listening, I do apologize, but I'm going to try my best. So Erwan Noble. I hope I say that, is a French voice teacher, singer, improviser, and a songwriter with an adventurous spirit. He is currently pursuing a master's in vocal pedagogy in contemporary and commercial music, CCM we like to call it, at Shenandoah University in Virginia, and that's where I got my master's. If anyone is curious, <clears throat> I know we've talked about it before in the past. Um, His main focus of research is enhancing creativity in academic settings by circle singing, which is what we're going to talk about in the episode today. He recently participated in Bobby McFerrin's workshop, Circle Singing, It's All About Us, at the Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Free vocal improvisation means a lot to him because people can express their inner music while exploring with vulnerability in a safe environment. He encourages people to move beyond their comfort zone to increase their self-consciousness and express their creativity. It's really interesting. After I talked with him yesterday, I started listening a little bit more to some of these videos on YouTube, which I can put links to them in the show notes. But I find it so interesting. I've done it before. I've done it before in, uh, well, okay, officially when they called it circle singing, And I'm not even sure if they did. It was at the CCM Institute at Shenandoah. And that's a nine-day course if anyone's interested. Um, But it was at the end of each institute we would do this. We would all just circle or obviously circle. Or we'd be in a setting that like a semicircle or something like that. And someone would start a sound and then another person would. And it just turned into this like huge choir. But there was no specific notes planned, nothing like that, so it was very interesting, and it's all improvised, Uh, but I've done it before, before plays, so in my undergraduate, so I went for music theater at Seton Hill University, and before shows, 30 minutes before our, our like what you would call call time to get ready with costumes and makeup, before then we would do warm-ups, we would do Body warm-ups, games, things to get our brain going, and then vocal warm-ups as well. We'd, like, send haze to the back of the wall, practice on breathing, all that good stuff. And one of them was someone would start with a sound. So, mm, 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 mm. And the next person would do something over top of it. And then it would just keep going. And then you would do that all over and over and over again until you would just stop. It was really fun. But I never thought of it as such, but we did that. Anyway, I'm excited for you to listen to this conversation because he's very enthusiastic. And this is something that you can do at home. All you need, what he says, is four people. So you can do this to start writing music. You can do this to help you just become more alive, feel free in your music, figure out what's going on internally. I know this happens a lot with actors when they improvise. The things that come out, there's, you know... There's something interesting. You don't want to think about it and analyze it in the moment, but afterwards you can you can look at that like, oh, I kept bringing this up a lot. Why did I want to say that phrase all the time? Why is everything about dogs? Why is everything about kitchens? What is that about? You know, And there doesn't have to be any reason for it either, but improvisation is really cool and helpful for all artists. Anyway, so I cannot wait for you to listen to this. I'm going to start rambling. Can you hear that I'm rambling? It's happening, guys. Anyway. All right. So here's our conversation with Erwan. Enjoy. How are
1: you? How are you today? I'm I'm pretty good.
0: Good, good. good. How are you? you? I'm great. I'm glad that we're talking finally. Kathleen, it was really sweet of her. She suggested you and... Um, if she suggested you, you must be good people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Kathleen. Thank you.
1: Yeah. 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 I'm studying at Shenandoah University. Awesome. So it's, uh, yeah. That's probably the reason why. Yeah.
0: That's great. So wait, how long have you been at Shenandoah?
1: It's going to be one year and um, I'm finishing my master right now. So it's my last semester. So I should graduate in December.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, so we did miss each other. I wanted to just check. So I graduated in 2017. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, right That's just late last year. Yeah. No, so
0: yeah. So tell me, what's your degree?
1: What are what's your interests? Tell us. Tell us it all. Yeah. So I'm doing a, a master in uh, contemporary and commercial music in voice nice. pedagogy. Um, Yay. Yeah, I, do, I I'm doing it because it's the only program in the U.S. actually about the CCM style um, yeah. because I didn't want to do a degree about only musical or a degree about classical because yep. I'm, I'm re- I really have a CCM background. So for me, it was the perfect program. And I that's wanted awesome. to stay in the U.S. for a while just to improve my English uh, mm-hmm. because I'm from France. And um, ah. yes, and so that's the reason why uh, I decided to come here.
0: That's so cool. So wait, um your English is very good. I was I was going to say, it sounds very clean. It's very good. Thank you. Um, well, what is your specific plan after you graduate? What do you want to do with the degree?
1: Yeah, so that's a good question because uh, <laughs> that's a good question. I was thinking to go maybe to New York uh, because I have friends over there and living in Virginia. It's not exactly exciting as New York. So um, for me... It could have been a great experience, but the more I'm going into that direction, I'm just like a, I'm a bit scared to go in New York because it's, it's crowded and tons of people already, uh, especially voice teacher as well. And I really want to focus my uh, teaching now on uh, voice technique, but as well on so-called singing uh, about um, yeah improvisation and help people to grow so um, spiritually. And so so I don't know what's going to be the, the next step, but in January I have to decide because of the visa situation as well, right. which yep. is complicated. So I don't know. It's in. It seems that I will need to go back to France probably because the visa situation is a kind of tricky. So I don't know.
0: Yeah. I've heard horror stories about the visas and how it works. Yeah. Um,
1: it's yeah. only that because after the master, uh, as an international student, you're allowed to have an OPT within a one year uh, work permit visa. Mm-hmm. The thing is, uh, you need to find 20 hours uh, per week, at least in your field um and he has to be of course like a contract you need a contract or something like this uh yeah. which is a kind of not easy to find especially in January <laughs> so um right. yeah so I know it's a, the timing is pretty bad but I, I wanted to graduate earlier because I had already all the credits so that's the reason right. why yes
0: right I mean New York is not a crazy idea there are so many um little studios that are all of you know, they're all on their own. And Mm -hmm. I know they would want someone like yourself with this degree because it is so specific. And I think a lot of the time people come into the city and they just, they either have an undergraduate in just music, Mm
1: -hmm. or they
0: just have taught because they, you know, because it's something that they fell into. Mm -hmm. But I mean, you specifically sought it out. You specifically have been trained in CCM. That's, yeah. you know, so specific. And I know for me, it was definitely like people were incredibly impressed with it, you know? and
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. It's just the thing is like, as a, a like a French person, you know uh, it's like for me, New York seems to be like so huge and so intense uh, right. that I, it seems to be like, even my, I have a really good friend. She's a voice teacher in New York as well in Broadway. She's teaching like Broadway singers and oh, cool. yeah. And she told me that it, it's, it's pretty hard to find like 20 hours of teaching when you arrive in a city like this, said you have to do your networking and all the stuff before. So it's a kind of. Um but, you know, it's always good to talk like, like someone like you is living already there and uh, know the reality as well. But it's true that yeah. CCM, and I also have like a strong CCM background. I never been taught classical music before that. Uh, yeah. So for me, it was my first time in academic settings. So this is, <laughs> that was an yeah. experience. It is an experience. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah it, is. it is. I don't I know how was your experience it. at Shenandoah, but it's, um, yeah. it's. Um,
0: I, I mean, it was incredible. I mean, I wish that... I don't know. I I know why I can't, but I wish I could do it over again to just soak it in more and just yeah. ask more questions, ask better questions, you know, because nothing could have prepared me for my job, you know, mm. which, you know, now I'm, it's interesting. The people that come to our studio can be, you know, they can be as high as Broadway singers or recording artists, but they can also be somebody that has never sung in front of a human being ever in their life and so you know i just i thought i was going to teach younger people and i Mm -hmm. thought that that was going to kind of be because that's what my thesis was on and that's what i was planning on and then it was like wow i'm going to teach all ages this is this is crazy yeah i don't know nothing could have prepped me for it
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah and actually i did um, the ccm institute this summer yes yes how was it this summer that was really, really good. Um, I mean, Matt Edwards that you probably know. Uh, yeah. he's he's really like generous and very like uh, knowledgeable. So it's very like interesting to talk with him, and he share he shares a lot of his knowledge. So it's so interesting to talk with him, and he.
0: Side note, real quick, if you guys don't remember, we had an episode with Matt. It was called "Finding Success and Happiness in Musical Theater and More" with Matt Edwards, and that was on April twenty fifth. If you guys are curious and want to go back and listen this
1: year it was Dr. Titzer, who was the the guest incredible and uh, I studied with Dr. Titzer as well in Utah for 2 months and wow. so yeah so it was uh, great to see him again and so and I worked as well with Marcel uh, Marcel Govan from she's Berkeley she's so cool she's so cool and actually we talked a lot because her work in the authenticity uh, for me it's so interesting and it's mm. so related about circle singing as well like it, because I feel that it's all about to be authentic, and so yes. um, for me, it's really fascinating. So yeah.
0: So tell us more about the circle singing because I've only experienced it twice because I've done the CCM Institute twice now, and that we just so happened to do that on okay. um, one of the last nights each time. But other than experiencing that little amount of time, I've n- I know nothing else. So tell us everything.
1: Yeah, so circle singing is actually a, a word that have been uh, used for an album. Like it's Bobby McFerrin. I don't know if you know him, but it's yeah, uh, yeah, you know him. So mm-hmm. he used that word uh, for his album in 1997. And actually, I I started to experience circle singing in France uh, with a teacher called uh, Gael Aubry, and um, I. Actually, was interested in only because I was working with a nonprofit organization in musical theater, and I wanted to to have more tools um, with a big group, like twenty five people in thirty mm. people. So I wanted to experience that. And after this workshop, I was just like, actually, it's so cool. Like it's even more than uh, there is more. I would say um, the people are so into it that they, yeah. they, they don't think that much. and so for me that's exactly what I was lo- searching for. And so uh, I started to do it with the, on my work like with the students that I had and, and this kind of musical theater like environment. And I, f- I found out that it was really powerful for the people. and even for singers, their voice were started to be more released, um, people were more relaxed and they were more um, they were trusting each other, which was uh, exa- really powerful. Um, And so then I started to do it. And when I came here at Shenandoah, uh, they did for the first time the student performance week, uh, which was like an entire week without any classes. And we were supposed to create like um, any artistic project um, and collaborate with people and everything. And so I, Mm -hmm. I offered my circle singing skills and I say, why not to do that? And actually people were really scared because most of them are classical. Uh, oh, of course. So they, so they were like, I don't know how to improvise. and <laughs> Sheep uh, music only. Exactly, sheep <laughs> music only. And so we worked for a week uh, from uh, like Tuesday to Friday, actually. And we worked on to let go. Uh, so this is what I, I worked on with them. And actually, at the end, we did a performance on Saturday, uh, which was, for me, like amazing because they were so much more, um, like, uh, I would say... Uh, how do you say that, like relaxed, uh, that's actually, they jumped on it and it's like, okay, let's try. And so that was probably not like the performance, like someone can expect, like, I mean, with the word performance, but actually we played music all together. And so to me, that was really, really interesting to see that even classical singers uh, can definitely, I mean, express their inner music, because this is what we're mm-hmm. searching for in circle music. It's to sing your your own music. And no matter what if it's jazz, blues, pop, rock, or whatever, it's it's your music, and that's the most important things. And so this is what I did uh, with them, and I realized that actually that was really interesting because we were at least, I think we were around fifteen people and mm-hmm. and there are no one has the same music, no one. Um, so that was really, really interesting to to see, to experience. Uh, And now, actually, after that, uh, the musical therapy uh, department and the music education department as well asked me to teach um, classes for the freshmen and sophomores, which I did last semester. And it was really successful. So I think it's a powerful tool to use. um... Actually, I wrote my paper uh, for my master about uh, how to um, use circle singing in academic settings and how to integrate this in uh, in, in our program. Because uh, I feel that it's very important for us as singers to be more uh, connected to who we are. Um, yeah. Even we are, we want to sing like musical theater, or if you want to sing your own song, or if you want to... So it's really about authenticity, actually. So that's the reason why I feel that the work that I did with Marcel this summer was pretty connected. Uh, and I feel... And actually, we connected each other <laughs> a lot. Yeah. And so we talked a lot about that. And she agreed. Um, and so, yeah, I feel we, in academic settings, uh, it's my first experience. But I feel that we are so stuck in this kind of rules, this kind of expectation that people have. Yeah. You always have to be the best. You always have to perform like perfectly. That people yeah. forget, actually, for me, they forget who they are, um, which is uh, kind of annoying, especially in CCM. Yeah. Because I think of it's, this is just definitely what we're searching for. So, yep. yeah. So that's why um, I really, really love it.
0: So what about, what has been the most interesting thing that has happened from a circle singing experience? Maybe an individual that's come to you and said something, or maybe a discovery that they had, or maybe that you had?
1: Yeah, actually, the thing is, first of all, <laughs> when it's the first time they're doing it, people are really scared, which is interesting because the word improvisation, it's, it scares people. But at the same time, we we have to realize that we improvise our entire life every day. (laughs) Uh, Because when you wake up in the morning, you you don't know how your day is going on. You know, Mm -hmm. you you don't know how it's going to be. So we improvise because even when we talk to each other, we have enough language to improvise conversation like we are doing right now. Like you yeah. ask me a question, I respond. But I didn't think about what I was probably saying, you know. And, but mm-hmm. I have enough language to be able to communicate with you. And for me, it's exactly the same with music. Is that especially for, at, conservatory, at conservatory level, they are so skilled. Like they're, they are really like uh, musicians. So there is no reason why you don't have enough language to communicate. And so this is what I'm I'm telling her. And sometimes people are really surprised to, to see that they are able to improvise, like they mean to sing without even uh, thinking about notes or about scales, about a style of music, but just making music. And it's actually like an old, old tradition in Africa. Uh, circle singing actually appeared there in africa and so mm. and it's it's still like s- they're using it as a communication tool um mm-hmm. to to express their feeling on the day to express something between each others and so i think it's it's just something that we have in our body actually i would say and mm. and so this is interesting because i see that people engage uh, tons of things. It's the body it's the brain, of course, but it's also the voice, uh, the percussion. You can, you can add so many levels on this circle singing stuff. So that's the reason why I love to see people be vulnerable, uh, and to try. And so it's important as a conductor or as a, a facilitator to make sure that it's a safe space and that mm-hmm. we are not judgmental, but we're just here to express something and to, yeah, I like the, the word communicate because I think it's really what we're searching for. So it's yeah. really um, even like I'm in a choir now at Shenandoah and uh, the teacher asked me to do so-called singing each week um, oh, cool! because he wants to uh build a strong uh community with the choir and to make sure that people are really close together and actually it works. It's only two weeks that we are doing it. And people start to be more freer and freer, I would say. And they start even some instrumentalists, for example, they're like, I'm not a singer. I I cannot do that. And <laughs> and so then uh it was like Tuesday night, I asked one of them and I say, Come with me and you're gonna improvise on the top of the music I created. And so mm-hmm. he started, it was like, I don't know how to do it. And I say, you repeat after me, but you change the rhythm, for example. And so uh-huh. then he did that and he was like, oh, yeah, this is cool. And then I say, now you can repeat after me, but you change one note in what I, what I was doing. And so for, as an instrument, for him, it was easy, you know. And so then he was just like, oh, wow, yes, I can do that. I said, yes, you, you don't need to read music. You just need to, to trust yourself. Uh, And Mm -hmm. that's also another thing is like people are, yeah, they trust themselves a bit more, I think. So this is, yeah, this is what I feel with the people.
0: That's really interesting. Now, have you? uh, this just came to my mind. Have you ever tried this with non-musicians, like complete, never have played instruments or sung before?
1: Yeah, 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 I did it. Um, Which is, um, so you need probably more time, um, and especially as well when you conduct, when you are in the middle of the circle, you always start, like, I always start to show an example. And so when I am with non-musician, I, I try to be, to do something slower. I try to, uh, to do something that easy, but I don't like the term easy because what is easy, but it's just something yeah. that, that people can imitate easily. So it can be a sound, it can be a percussion, the sound of a percussion. It can be just a, a hit hat, uh, you know, that's, This kind of things. And we know that everybody can do that. And actually, we realize that even sometimes at the beginning, they are a bit afraid. Then it's a a group of people. They are not alone. So they are surrounded by people who are making the same sound. So they are trying to, even sometimes they are not with them. You just have to, this is what we learn as well in circle singing, is to be together. And so then if you notice that you're not with the others, you just have to stop yourself and then listen to uh, the people around you, and then you can do it again. And actually, it works perfectly. You you will really like. It's really like interesting to see how people can easily um, adapt themselves uh, more than we think. And so, even yeah. with kids or whatever, it's the same rules. Even with kids, we play with the sounds like animal sounds and all the stuff, and, <laughs> and it works as well.
0: That's cool. And have you found it to be
1: easier with a certain age group? Um actually I never worked with elderly people, so I don't know. Um for me I always work with adults, which is mm-hmm. definitely my clientele. So
0: that's cool that you know that. That's good. Some people don't, you know,
1: they don't Yeah, know. I I'm really like I, I work mostly with adults all the time. I did it with teenagers. Teenagers is always like complicated because with the body and everything, but it's still um it works. Uh after yeah, I don't know i I couldn't really answer this question because I didn't experience with all ages, but um yeah i'm I'm sure it works like i mean i'm talk uh, uh right now at Shenandoah, you know there is a musical a therapy program, and I yes. taught um classes to them, and actually they were saying that it was working with everybody um even people with uh, a disability or some or something you can. Because the circle singing, you can always find a way to communicate with others, always. Yeah. So even you have to adapt probably your what you're singing or the way, Maybe even it's not a perfect circle because people cannot uh, move or whatever, it's, um, it's, still, it's still visible, which is really cool with that, is that it's very flexible. No matter the number of people you have, no matter uh, the space you are, you can always find a way to um to build to create music so that's very for me it's a really easy form to to set up even for teachers or for anybody like i mean even like uh, people who are not musicians i think it's really easy to set up
0: okay so tell us like let's say somebody's listening at home and they're like oh gosh i really want to try circle singing Mm -hmm. i'm gonna gather a couple friends how would they how would you how would they start that how so how do, do you
1: start? Um, first of all, you have to, so if you have a, like a few friends, uh, because if you are four people, actually, for I mean, it's it's enough uh, to create music. That's great. Four, yeah, okay. so if you are four people, for example, you can be just in a so-called, and then there is one person who's going to start with a sound. So what I recommend first is to do a motor. The name is mother. It means that you have to create like a kind of rhythmic pattern, uh, okay. so what is important is to get, to be sure that you're going to repeat the same pattern and you're not changing all the time because that's the thing is that you have to be always stable, uh, which can be sometimes for people who are not used to use their voice properly can be a bit tiring. Uh, mm-hmm. but it's also a good example to say, Hey, you see you, you can work as a voice teacher. You can use it as well, like a tool and say, okay, so now you feel tired Let's work on your sound to make sure that the sound is well-placed and you uh, use uh, your airflow and everything. Um, yeah, so that's, that's a, Yeah, that's another thing. But, so then you, you start with a motor, so it's going to be like a And then you, you just continue to sing that, and then another person going to add something on this. So you can add if you want a bass or if you're a non-musician, just add the sound you want, no matter what. And so on the top of that, you can sing something like this. And then when you have four people like this, you can improvise like like you add a, a, a sound all the time. So you're going to have four patterns at the end. And so what you can do is that one person can decide to improvise a melody on the top of it. So then if you are four, you're going to have, you're going to, you will have only three sounds. And then you're going, one person going to sing on the top of it. And then when he decides, he decides to say, okay, it's done. Then they can switch the people, the the person who's who's going to improvise, you know? So it's a kind of, it's, it's a kind of a thing. If you are, if you have more people than that, Most of the time, we have a conductor in the middle, in the circle. And as the the conductor going to attribute all the sounds by himself. So it's going to be his music. And so it's going to decide a section of people. So he's going to look at the people and say, okay, you and you, you're going to sing this. And then he's going to improvise loud. It's not necessarily in his head or in her head. It's just have to improvise. And then he's going to say, oh, I like this pattern. I'm going to keep this pattern and I'm going to show people in a section of people and I say, this is your pattern. And so then you have to wait that the pattern is very, very precise and people sing exactly what you're singing. And then you can find another sound for another section. And so until all the sections gather sound and then you can play with the volumes, you can play, uh, you can shot like a section and then ask them to sing it again uh, in a different timing or in different in a different rhythm, uh, you can change the sounds, but the, and then you in the middle, first you enjoy the music you just created <laughs> because it's, it's pretty rare to have like people around you singing your music. So <laughs> just enjoy, and then uh-huh. you start to improvise your melody on the top of this, uh, what you want to sing with this music around. Uh, and so this is it, and then you decide when it's done, and so then you just look at the people and say, stop. And that's fin- and you finished your music, and then you switch conductors. So it's this kind of things that you can play around.
0: It's so cool. Now, have you just curious? Have you written music of your own from, from this uh, experience that you've had in your life doing circle singing? Does it get you fired up to write
1: music? Actually, this is that's interesting. You uh, are asking this question because I already released two EPs. Um, in France, ah. with uh, like a friend of mine, and actually the way we composed was always improvisation. That's um, awesome. This is always the way we did. Um, it was like playing chords, for example, on a piano, and I was improvising. I was improvising all the time. So I'm, I'm a person who improvises all the time. So this yeah. is what I, this is what I love to do. But and so I was improvising, and then what we did, we were recording all the improvisation that I did. And then we were listening back and it was like, Oh, I like this part. And so then we, we were keeping just one part then another. And then we tried to combine those. And if it was not working, it was trying another things. And sometimes what it was cool, it was like, even with the melody I was singing, my friend who was playing piano was just like, actually, I want to change the harmony now. I want to do something else on piano as well without changing the melody. So he was like, it was a kind of back and forth um i would say uh creation between 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 us and so that was really uh and we had to find songs because actually we were like okay i was running like a, it's an electro pop songs so it was just yeah. really like um uh we were searching for patterns and then mm-hmm. we were adding another one and the way that i was singing all the back singing uh it was only improvisation it was only the sound that i heard in my head uh we don't thinking it was a third or a fifth or whatever. I was just doing the sound that I wanted to hear. So yeah, this is the way I did.
0: That's awesome. So guys, listening, this is another way that you could start to write music because I know a lot of people, they just have no idea where to begin. And this is, this is a cool way that you could possibly do that. So that's cool.
1: Oh yeah, totally. And I really recommend people to, if you like to write songs, sometimes, you know, when you, I don't know, personally, when I walk, in the nature, I don't know why, but inspiration is coming. So I have like melodies that are coming, and so I record, yes. I record those melodies all the time um, because yep. then I listen to it. And I'm just like, oh, actually, I like this part. And so then with this melody, you can start to you can start to play. If you play an instrument, you can try on piano like what kind of harmony can works uh, can work. Sorry with that. And this is the way I do. Um, so I think it's pretty powerful to do that. Um, and it depends if you collaborate with others, musicians or not, uh, it depends, but I think, yeah, I don't know how, do you compose music, for example? I, I do, I haven't released not a single thing
0: yet, it's okay. been like, it's been on the back burner, but there's, the, you were just talking about like voice memos, and that's what I do, I have like all these songs basically all in voice memos, <laughs> like there's yeah. probably like 80 of them, but I don't know what to do with them yet.
1: Oh, interesting. So do yeah, you, do you just play an there. instrument as well? Like, do you play? Yeah, yeah. I play piano and then guitar. And guitar. Okay, that's cool. So that's interesting as well, because even when you um, play your own songs, like sometimes when you work with other people or just like with my friend, it's just like, okay, listen to what I did. And he said, oh, that's great. But then for him in his ears, he's going to hear something different, especially about the arrangement. And so he's going to play other arrangements. And then I was like, oh, Actually, my melody, I can change it a bit because I hear something different now. Mm-hmm. And so it's the kind of things that you you can try at least. Like, I mean, even with you as your guitar, like, just find when you, because you know harmonies and other stuff, obvious, obviously. So for you, it's yeah. just like a way to, yeah, to discover other, I would say, uh, mm-hmm. um, I, I do say that, I don't remember the name, but I mean, you just uh, see other colors, as well you you can find other colors even in your voice so that's
0: yeah yeah and i love how organic this sounds because nowadays there's so many electronic devices to help us write music oh yeah yeah. some of them are great some of them are really cool and some of them i think are just a little
1: too detached
0: for me Mm -hmm,
1: to create yeah yeah, yeah. so
0: this sounds this sounds awesome so i'm excited to introduce it to some of my students
1: yeah because Um, and you know that's funny because um I just um, studied with Bobby McFarin like two weeks ago. Uh, yeah, forward. talk
0: more about that.
1: Yeah. Oh my gosh, that was an amazing experience. <laughs> uh, we were like 130 people in this group, so that was kind of a wow. big group. Uh, but it is, that's funny because Bobby McFerrin in the, the entire week, was seven days. Um, he didn't speak that much, actually. The only thing that he said that I remember very well, he said, Someone was asking, like, what do you do uh, before you perform? Um, and he said, you know, I don't perform. He said, I play. Ah. And I, I remember this phrase because it was so powerful to say that. Because when you say perform, there is this kind of pressure that we have on our shoulder to be perfect and to be, like, really, like, good. Um, yeah. When you say you play, I think it creates a different... Um, atmosphere and creates something totally different because they are performing now and there are five people on stage with Bobby McFerrin so it's mm-hmm. called give me five so all of them were there and um so for them some of them it, it was like oh I like to walk and the others oh, I like to take a shower or whatever um <laughs> and him said actually I don't change my clothes so what they do is that they want when they meet around, like I remember it was somewhere at five p.m. for example, mm-hmm. uh, they want to be dressed because they don't want to change their dress, just ju- ju- their clothes, just before jumping on stage because they want to keep the energy that they yeah. built before that together around the table they were eating each other together. You know all this energy that they were creating. They oh, wanted so to keep smart. it, so so it's so cool. Like I mean, I really like all this vibration that Bobby McFerrin um, was talking, where, to, where was talking about during this week. That was just so powerful, and his music is so beautiful. Um, so of course, I asked him personally. I asked him how. What did he? Um, how do how you say that? Because he, he is such a high level improviser. He has yeah. like so many sounds and so. I don't know how to explain that, but the musicality is so good. Um, and, I, I, and I asked him, so how did you do that? Like how, uh, how, yeah. And he said, actually, I listen a lot of music. So he's listening a lots of different artists, jazz, blues, whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And he is always trying to reproduce. For example, if you have a, a saxophone uh, solo, That you can just write to this to transcribe it, and to seeing all the notes that the instrument is doing, he was saying that it's a really powerful tool as an improviser improviser because then you have more language. So it's exactly what I was saying like at the beginning. It's it's a language. So the more I mean, the more words you have, the more discussion you're gonna you'll be able to do. So you know, so
0: okay this is this is cool so is there somewhere online for people to find examples audio or videos
1: oh yes on youtube you can find uh there is bobby mcferrin like is there are tons of them um especially i would recommend like there is some of them they are really like Mm um so if you you can also write free vocal improvisation okay and so uh, on, yeah on youtube okay. so it's bobby mcferrin free vocal improvisation and so you're going to find out there is one with jay blake so joey blake he's the one of the guy who is performing with bobby mcferrin all the time so uh he's really cool yep, found it uh you have also are mm. there is one called bobby mcferrin on the sing off uh and it's also improvisation it's beautiful there is one amazing videos Called Sing Day of Song, Bobby McFerrin improvisation, and it's Mm -hmm. he's he's singing in the middle of a stadium, and he is by himself, and all the stadium is singing with him. It's just fantastic.
0: It's phenomenal. Okay, well I can't wait to watch. I'm gonna put it on the watch later list. There we go. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's (laughs) Um, it's so beautiful. So, is there any other things in particular about it that you want to talk about? Anything that you find of value to share about it?
1: What I I experienced like the last week, um, no, two weeks ago. It was so. It's at the Omega Institute. Uh, It's two. I think it's two hours north New York. I I don't know if you've ever been there, but uh, it's no, it's a beautiful place.
0: We now get to talking about more of the CCM Institute, not to be confused with the Omega Institute.
1: Yeah, what I like is also you have different voice teacher, so it's very like. And one I like, and we talked about this with Matt a lot, is that for me. I don't trust that one method is going to have the key for everybody. So so for me to teach one method, it's not really what I'm searching for personally. Like, I mean, I can, I like to, to explore. So it's always good to learn different methods, but I personally feel that a CCM Institute should be like what it is now. It is more functional uh, approach uh, which means that no mm-hmm. matter the, the singers or the style of CCM, like, because when we say CCM here, most of the people think about musical theater, uh, which I, I right. I don't, I'm not an Amer- I'm not American. So for me, musical theater is not my culture. So I get it here. It's yeah, huge. Yeah. It's huge. But at the same yeah. time, for me, CCM is so much more than that. Um, so it's uh, always a discussion that we have with Matt and, he told us, like during the CCM, he said, you know, now you're singing blues, you're singing pop, you're singing jazz, you're singing whatever. The functional uh, training is going to be pretty much the same because we are searching for yeah. a healthy voice protection. Um, so that's yeah. I think it's pretty cool to to teach th- this way. This is what I, I feel. but."
0: Yeah. And that's, that's what we do at uh, New York vocal coaching too, which I was so grateful that he wasn't going to like say, this is what we do here. And you're going to do like, he's like, the, you have to be ready for whatever that person in the room needs. And he's, I, I was so excited when he was like, don't plan your lessons go in there and you're going to listen to their voice and you're going to know exactly what they need in the moment and you're going to create the exercise on the spot. And that scared me at first, but also excited me
1: because I was like, that
0: sounds very right. Yeah, it is very right
1: because it's just, and when you have a student in front of you, this person is searching for something because... The student is here, so he's there. So it's just like you need yeah. he needs to find something, or she needs to find something. And so then uh, this is what I work to. Like, I don't – I prepare my – I mean, I prepare, of course, but just to learn all the stuff and all the tools. But then when I'm in front of a singer, I'm just – like you said, like and as you said, it's just like you have to wait. What, what do you want? Like, what are you searching for? And then you have to I, – I, for me, voice technique is just a, a, a box of tools that you can use depending mm-hmm. on, I mean, the style, of course, but also on the what the student wants. So you just have to, that's the reason why to have plenty of tools, it's better <laughs> because sometimes yeah. Yeah, it's pretty, even you think that an exercise is working very well with a student, the student, the next student, maybe it won't work out at all. So it's just like, you have to. Always oh, find other. Yep. And boy, have I seen yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So.
0: Yeah, yeah. So that's, yeah, that's great. And I mean, have you tried this specifically with just voice teachers? Just curious how that goes. Not
1: yet, but that could be a great, uh, not yet, but that could be a great thing to do. Um, even here at a conservatory, like I feel that they're, they're kind of, um, not afraid of it, but they are kind of, okay, yeah, this is cool, but you know, it's because for them, I realize that in an academic setting, there you have so they are waiting for an um something very specific. so they need expectations, they yeah. need uh, to evaluate. <laughs> uh, so it's always so for them, there is there are they don't have any references. So it's kind of, uh, well, I don't know. And so, yeah, just to just to finish, I would I would just say that. What I experienced during this week with Bobby McFerrin is that when you are there, you're surrounded by people who are just so friendly, mm. um, so open-minded, um, and so um, vulnerable. Yeah. Uh, all of us were really, really vulnerable during this week because it's hard when you arrive in a big group like this to find your place and to, you know, it was my first time, so it's very intimidating when you see, like, Bobby McFerrin and all this person, like, That improvised so well, Um, but then after the week, I can tell that when I came back here in Winchester, (laughs) that was a big, um, a big change, and uh, I I actually realized that I was high. When I say high, it's like I was totally like in another space, in another level. Uh, Because when I came back here, I was just like, "What am I doing here?" I was like totally lost again here because I was like. This is not what I want to do yeah. um, and when I when I was there, I really felt at home like I really felt like people around me were so positive and yeah. uh, always keen on and keen on improvising keen on talking about improvisation yeah. and it was so like. It, I really, really, really recommend this workshop. It's just life-changing, I would say. So life so
0: tell us the name of it again. Does it happen every year? How can they find it?
1: So, it, yeah, it happens. Okay, so not every year because I think Bobby McFerrin is, decides it. So okay. he's going to say yes or no. Apparently he's going to have next year because he said see you next year. <laughs> so, okay, good. And apparently one person said if Bobby McFerrin say that, it means that, Yes, he's gonna have one. Okay. So it's in uh, the website. It's the Omega Institute. Okay. And you're gonna find Bobby McFerrin's circle singing. I think it's the. Okay. I'm gonna check out at the same time I'm talking with you because yeah, I'm do it. Sure. Yeah. I'm not saying something wrong. Um. But yes, it's like Bobby. If you just write Omega Institute Bobby McFerrin, uh, okay. you're gonna find out this page. So yeah, mm-hmm. the name of the workshop it's circle songs uh it's about us
0: okay cool and i'll add these in the show notes too for all the listeners
1: okay cool okay. and it's uh awesome. and you will see as well like all the people are really like uh, worried about what's going on with the environment right now um and so yeah. we talked a lot about that and we improvised as well on this with this um topic in our head um, and it created something very powerful. And we also had the opportunity to have native people uh, who were uh, doing workshops at the same time. And so the, um, one of the facilitators came to, to the, um, the organization and they talked about the land where we were at. Because it's, it was a native land first. And so it was yeah. really, really powerful to talk with this person. So, you know, it was mm. so deep and so profound. Uh, that's it's uh it's good for your soul and for your heart I would say this is it
0: Oof. did you guys find
1: a quote-unquote answer for what's
0: going on <laughs> from the singing
1: no we just like we, and Bobby McFerrin actually was saying that for him we have to realize that when we sing it's not just something for that we do for ourselves. I mean it heals, probably. It personally, I feel that I need to sing, personally. Yeah. For my yeah, it for has my, to be done. It has yep. to be done, yeah. But he said that actually, when we sing, we also send a message um, to to others, and we send positive vibes that needs to be to, to be. Um, that we have to sustain it, so we have to sing all the time. We have to sing and we have to share what we want to say because it's so powerful, especially right now. Um, and so he was saying that when we are doing, when we do circle singing, for example, we are just changing the world. Like he said, we are changing the mindset. So it's just, of course, it's not a world, like he said. The thing is, if, if if everybody like starts to change and start to do these kind of things, the world won't be the same. Um, and I totally believe in that and I totally agree. Uh because yeah. you really have to listen to each other, you really have to communicate, which sometimes yes. I, I don't know how it is in New York, but uh I'm sure Oh I'm I wish to- it was more of that. Yeah, exactly. So it's a kind of um it's very like a I would say it's very profound. Like it's it's yeah. getting something deeper than just uh using your voice without knowing the reason why. Um, and so it's and you realize that when we sing because you know we were 130 people around him yeah nobody knew each other I mean some of people knew but I mean most of them we didn't know each other and so right. we, we didn't know our background we didn't know where we're from no matter what we all sang together and yeah. there is no need to talk actually as singing was just enough to to be able to be together and so it's yeah, I think it's uh, in this world that we live right now. I think this kind of thing needs to happen more. Um, so, yeah, that's my feeling. I need but... to
0: get you with the congressman. Yeah. Need to get you in there. Yeah. Make them, <laughs> make them sing together. What would oh, my that like? oh my gosh! <laughs> yes.
1: Oh my yeah, gosh! Yes. Yeah, that's crazy.
0: So excited to hear what 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 you'll do with this after you graduate. Yeah,
1: I hope. You uh, actually, you know that, that in, in New York, I have a friend of mine. So that I met there. Um, he's doing circle singing. Um, it's, I think it's free. And it's in Brooklyn um, on Monday night. So he's doing these kind of uh, things and just to make people sing together. So if you're interested in...
0: Very interested. Give some information because there's a lot of New Yorkers that listen to this.
1: <laughs> Actually, he's doing the fantastic work uh, for kids called Musica. It's just amazing in Brooklyn. He's just doing a fantastic ah. job um cool. yes so vocal improvisation new york city yeah i see one in august 26 so it, it's already happened but they are doing it like quite often and it's in uh so I'm, i hope my accent is going to be good uh it's alchemical studios no you're fine it's uh 104 okay. west 14 street on the third yeah and okay it's third floor street studio is called- a good so this is, yeah. And so I think you can, okay, great. Uh, I don't know if they have like a page, specific page for that. Um, I don't think so, but okay. I can ask him actually if there is a page and I can give you the information later. But uh, yeah, I think it could be great. Oh, um, so be great. His, his name is JC Goldman and he's an amazing person. So okay, create great. music with, me, with him. I think it's a great experience. So
0: Amazing. Well, thank you so much. This was great. All right, so that was our conversation with Airwan. Hope you enjoyed it. I hope that you um, are intrigued now about circle singing. I hope you are intrigued about doing some improvisational singing. It can only help. It can help your songwriting. Like he said, your authenticity—that's important to be able to touch on that and to learn who you are as a singer and as an artist. I'm really excited to hear what you guys thought of this episode. And if you have any questions, you know where to find me. We've got our Facebook group, the Happy Singer Discussion Group. You can also like our page on Facebook. And you can follow me on Instagram. My name is just Christy Bissell. It's K-R-I-S-T-Y-B-I-S-S-E-L-L. That's it. And um, you can also find me at New York Vocal Coaching. Usually every Sunday around 7 p.m., I'm doing a live chat. And I just answer anybody's questions. And uh, sometimes there's another voice instructor on but it's free, and um, yeah, great. Hit me up. All right, bye, guys. Have a great week, and I'm glad to be back. <laughs> More episodes to come. All right, bye. Bye.